It's Thursday, February 6, 2014. The height of the spill, more than 82,000 tons of coal ash flowed into the river. No end in sight for coal ash waste spill in North Carolina. Fracking depleting water supplies in drought-stricken states. Tesla electric cars now driving cross-country for free, plus... We don't believe that this is the way that we should be looking after what is one of the most important natural assets in Australia. The Great Barrier Reef becomes a sacrifice zone for coal. All of those sacrifices and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comments. The Obama administration has a breakthrough in new energy. They're hooking Biden up to a gerbil wheel. <laughs> Finally, a good use for Joe Biden. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Rachel Maddow had an interesting story this week. It's one I know you've been looking at for a while. We haven't covered it here. An attack with high-powered rifles on an electronic substation near San Jose, California. Uh, this happened last year. It threatened to take out a huge chunk of the grid. And it seems there's really no agency in the government uh, who is out there looking at this and defending against this. Is this a real terrorist threat, one against our energy infrastructure? Yes, it's a very serious threat and one that the former chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission has been warning about for years. The nation's ancient electrical grid is in desperate need of upgrades and repairs, and it is a huge security risk. So really, there's nothing to stop someone attacking that, someone attacking, let's say, a chemical tank in uh, West Virginia. Uh, it seems there's a lot of threats to this country that we're not focusing on while spending a whole bunch of time and money and resources on threats that really aren't that much of a threat. Yeah, that's what engineers and experts have been saying for years. Speaking of threats, what do you have for us today? <laughs> well, an update in that toxic coal ash waste spill in North Carolina. Coal giant Duke Energy still has not figured out how to stop that ongoing leak that has spilled an estimated 82,000 tons of toxic coal ash waste into the primary source of drinking water for Danville, North Carolina. So how much coal ash is that? Well, get this. It's enough to fill about 32 Olympic-sized swimming pools. That's amazing. Water treatment officials say they are filtering out the toxins from the drinking water, but environmentalists say the contaminated sludge cannot be removed from the river. This is our version of the BP oil spill. It just keeps right on contaminating the river. Most Americans don't know using coal for electricity results in millions of gallons of toxic waste sludge every year that has to be stored in pits forever. There are over 500 of these unregulated, unlined waste lagoons around the nation. The EPA will finally issue the first ever federal rules for coal ash waste in December after the midterm congressional elections. And many of those ponds, really, they're lakes, they're huge, are in danger of, of breaking, of busting, of the dams breaking and contaminating entire towns uh, beneath them. It's a very dangerous situation and one that has long been looking for some kind of oversight and regulation. Coal is also taking a bite out of the Great Barrier Reef. Environmental groups are protesting the Australian government's decision to build one of the world's largest coal export facilities right next to the world's largest and most famous coral reef system and dumping the sludge inside it. What could possibly go wrong? Millions of tons of 
dredged spoil material will be dumped, dredged out of the reef and dumped back in the reef's waters. We don't believe that this is the way that we should be looking after what is one of the most important natural assets in Australia. Meanwhile, in the U.S., the controversial oil and gas drilling technique of fracking is expanding, and that's a problem for drought-stricken states like California and Texas. Fracking uses millions of gallons of fresh water for every well, and a new report from the investor group Ceres warns fracking is rapidly depleting fresh water supplies in the nation's driest states, warning that's going to be an issue for investors when the insatiable oil and gas industry is on a collision course with cities for water. Some of the nation's driest states, like out here in California, facing historic uh, droughts and, and low water levels right now? Yes, and California has yet to establish really good regulations regarding water use. And Governor Jerry Brown has approved fracking. Yep. Finally, some good news. The electric car industry continues to expand. Tesla electric cars this week completed two cross-country trips in just three days using only electricity from Tesla's free supercharging network. That's an entire cross-country trip for free. Oh, I gots to get me a Tesla. Look, I got a green energy show, Tesla. Why, why don't you give me one? We'll talk about it on the show. Seems only right. For much more on that and the stories we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report, at least until Tesla does. Download us on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, 10 years in the making... I'm Brad Friedman. <laughs> and I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. The long and winding road that leads to your door will never disappear.